Well, hello there, team. Wade Skalski here, problem solver, playwright, and founder of Clear the Field. Today's process is this. Comparison creates confusion. The reframe. Sit back, relax. Let's light this candle. So we start, as we always do, with a daily digression. And I'm coming downstairs today. I got up pretty early today. I always usually get up at 5 a.m. I do my morning routine. We'll talk about morning routine in a future podcast. And so when I when I wake up at 4.30, I sort of have a choice, right? It's like I can try to go back to sleep for 30 minutes and then wake up at 5 and be kind of half asleep and in the middle of a 90-minute sleep cycle. So your sleep cycles, as far as I understand them, go in 90-minute cycles and you want to try to time when you wake up at the end of one of those cycles, and that's how you feel refreshed. And you don't feel like you're waking up in the middle of a middle of a movie somewhere uh, and not know where you are. So I was like, "Well, it's 4:30. I'm up. I kind of went to bed kind of early last night, and I and I got a full night's sleep because miraculously everyone slept through, slept through the night last night. So I get up. I was like, "Sweet! So right away, I'm winning because my daughter's." My, ooh, watch out, guy. Oh, sorry. Just was, I'm in Ajax right now and almost observed someone just uh, sideswipe a, a concrete barrier. Always exciting. And, uh, and as if my commenting on it will help him not do that, right? Anyway, so that is a digression within the day. That is a digression within the daily digression. Nice. That's a first. And so I'm walking downstairs and uh, to start my morning routine, I'm fired up because I'm like, I, I feel rested. Everybody slept through the night. It's already a win. So I do my morning routine and I pack my lunch for the day because I'm trying to lose lose some weight right now and try not to eat out and be good. And so I, I get everything done. I got my my lunch packed and I empty the dishwasher. And my wife and I we have this uh, this dance with the house that we have developed over the last couple of years. And you know, with the kids, if you have kids. Any routine that you have, whenever you get a kid, it's going to, it screws it up because they're on their own routine and you have to, you have to modulate to their routine because they need everything. So, um, at least until they're a little bit older. And then when you have the second kid, then you have two kids with two routines and, and, and it really takes, uh, it took, a, you know, Luke is going to be one coming up here next month or like a little bit over a month. And Maddie's going to be three coming up here in a few weeks. And, you know, it took a while for us to get our sea legs, but, but I realized this morning, I was like, all right, so we are, we have got our, our system dialed in. Like it is, it is as, it is in the 95th percentile for the house, from my morning routine to not waking up the kids, to the keeping the house clean, to all of the, the getting the groceries, when we go get groceries, when we do fill-in runs, like everything is super dialed in. And my wife is super conscientious. And so like our house looks awesome. Like when, when our house looks awesome, our house looks awesome. And I'm, I have become more conscientious to help her do that. And I have started to value that. And so between when we're working together, the place looks really, really good. And, uh, I'm going to, I haven't said this before on the, on the, um, on the podcast, but we're moving. So in about seven weeks, we're moving to Virginia beach. And I am fired up about it. I feel it is a, it, we, we've been hemming and hawing about it for a couple of years. We've been really trying to make sure, okay, is this in alignment with what we want? We finally made the decision. One-way plane tickets are bought. The car transportation has been bought. And the movers and the moving method has been purchased. So, and the date has been set, May 14th. So, you know, and I was sitting there thinking to myself, I was like, man, we just got this place dialed in. We just got our system dialed in. We just got... You know, you know, we're dialed in with the kids and, and we're moving. 
And I was, for a moment, I got kind of bummed. And then I was like, this is going to have to do this all over again. And, but we're actually moving into a bigger place. We're moving into a better situation for our kids in terms of the neighborhood. Uh, we're moving into better, better activities for them in terms of what's available to us. Because Virginia Beach is, is, you know, we're going to be 10 minutes from the beach, 10 minutes from the bay. Uh, it's a really unique geographic location. And, you know, I've, I've been there a few times and every time I go there, I'm like, people get to live like this. And, and that became sort of a mantra for me is like, okay, let's move there and let's create a life there. And it's not easy to do, man. It's like, it's, I've had to create my businesses in a way that I could get up and move and run them remotely and, and do all of that. So, but the point of the daily digression is this, is that is, you know, once you master an area in life, life has a really strange way of sticking you in a new area that you got to master again, right? But a better one. So it's an evolution, right? Like you make an evolution from one cycle into another and, and everything is going to turn into chaos when we move. And we have, I have everything just right right now. Like the clear the field process for me in terms of how I operate, how I produce the, the businesses that I'm working on. I'm super clear on those. I'm super fired up on them. We'll talk more about that today in the reframe. And I'm like, everything is just right just in time to blow it up into another, into another evolution. And that's, that's how life will do it to you. Even if you don't want life to do it to you. So let's say that we weren't moving. Let's say, let's say that we were, we were uh, decided that we, we were uh, in this situation in Virginia beach, right? Like, and then we were in the place that we were going to live and everything is out. And this is going to happen again. Like we're going to get there. We're going to dial everything in. And then life is going to introduce something that's going to force us to change. Be it, it could be good, meaning, uh, you know, like, something business-wise blows us up and move into a new house that's even bigger, or it could be something bad, like someone gets sick, someone passes away, something, you know, very negative happens. And, and, and typically though, is that life won't give you more than you, what you can handle. And, and so when I'm coming down the stairs today and I was kind of bummed, I was like, man, I, I, I just want to sit in this situation where that we're in right now and have it feel this good. But it doesn't, it stagnates if you do that. So now we get seven more weeks of it. I get, I get to enjoy the next seven weeks of being super dialed in and, and build on that strength and, and remind myself, all right, you know, put that in my, put that in my collage of stories that I can pull from. I was like, all right. Cause when we go to Virginia beach, it's going to be chaos. I'm going to remind myself that this is, we're capable of this. And, uh, so that's the thing is that, you know, there is no, if you think there's a neutral, life will force you out of neutral. And so what you want to do is you want to have, you want to build momentum for yourself and you want to have some control of the direction that your life is heading uh, and, and not stop. Because if you stop, then life will, life will, will bonk on you. You won't have any moment. You, you won't have any momentum. And then you're forced to go the direction that life wants you to go hundred percent versus if you have momentum, you're growing and you're moving in the direction that you want to move and life's going to bonk you anyways. But, but at least you have that momentum that to draw upon to blunt the force of whatever that change is. Because change is constant, no matter what. There is no, you know, there is no change. There is no constancy in life. So that's the daily digression today, which transitions us nicely into the, what we're talking about with regards to the reframe of comparison creates confusion. So we did the review yesterday and we're, we're, we're sort of, I'm moving practice. I'm experimenting with moving this, the, the order around. The order is the same. It's just when you start, right? Like once you start, then the order becomes basically the same, but, but it's this, the, the, because the podcast is a, as a unit in time, it's, I'm, I'm messing around with the, you know, do we start with the, do we start with the reframe or do we start with the review? Right. And so 
But the nice thing about the review is it, is it pushes us nicely into the reframe. And the reframe is this, is that, look, like we talked about how if you compare yourself to the past, right, or if you compare yourself to the future, it causes all sorts of confusion and problems. And even if you compare yourself to the present, like I just talked about, like if you if you're in the present and you really like where you are and you are like, OK, I want everything to stay just like this and then something changes technically you're comparing it to the past, but it's so close in time that it's basically the present. And it doesn't work. Like you cannot compare where you are at this exact moment to any other space and time or it will create confusion for you and it'll make it, make it difficult for you to act in a situation that you're in. And, you know, one of the tools for the reframe that I want you to think about, instead of comparing yourself to other people, comparing yourself to the past, comparing yourself to the future, is that you need to start negotiating with yourself about, all right, here's where I'm at, crystal clear on where you're at, and you have to negotiate with yourself is where you want to go. And I say it's a negotiation because there's always a sacrifice. So we're moving to Virginia Beach, right? So that's not free. There's all sorts of things that we're sacrificing. We're sacrificing a large section of our business that's here in California, right? Some of it I can run remotely, but a large portion of it I had to shut down, okay? That's a sacrifice. We're sacrificing our support group for my wife who has these great friends, you know, three or four couples that are really solid, that their children are exactly the same. Like we're, we're about to go on this run of birthday parties because everyone's kids are the same. And there's this negotiations between when are people going to have them and where they're going to have them. And there's this tension and a little bit of tension. Not really everyone's great about it, but it creates a little bit of tension. And this, we're giving up that support group for my wife. My, you know, my wife knows people there. She's, you know, she's from there originally. So she knows people there. I know people there because I went to law school in DC and DC is really close. So we have a, a, so it's not like we're moving to Cleveland where we don't know anybody. Right. And it's Cleveland, no offense, Cleveland, but Cleveland's not that great compared to Virginia beach. Uh, everyone in Cleveland would live in Virginia beach if they could just, you know, almost like 95% of people. So, and if you, if you don't, then that's not, you're, you're making that up. So um, you know, and so that's a sacrifice. And so you, you have to negotiate your, with yourself. What are we willing to give up? Right. What am I willing to give up for myself in terms of if I want this new thing, because if you're not willing to pay the price for it, you won't do it. And then you'll be frustrated and you won't know why. So you have to learn how to, the reframe on this is that instead of comparing, you know, comparing yourself to the future, the past, other people, whatever, you, you have to negotiate yourself with what you're willing to give up and what you want. And then once you make that negotiation, you need to commit to doing it and you need to be accountable to yourself. And then the only comparison that you can make is you can compare yourself who you were today to who you were yesterday. And that's the review process, right? Because if you have a metrics that you're tracking, okay, you have metrics that you're tracking in your areas of, of uh, career, con uh, career connections and creations, you have metrics, we've, we've elected to find those metrics and we're tracking ourselves, right? Well, then we're, that's, that is a comparison. Metrics are a comparison. You're on the positive side of the ledger as to who you were yesterday or the negative side of the ledger as who you were yesterday. And then you course correct. That's actually the only acceptable comparison you can do. And that's what metrics does. That's what the metrics that we I, I preached to you about it is because the two most leverageable things that you can do to change your life are start tracking your progress on anything. I don't care what it is. Like, like when we, when I start teaching and coaching people that don't track anything, I say, just track your sleep. Just check when you get up, when you go to bed, how many hours of sleep that you get. Well, it's so simple. I'm an adult. Why would I do that? Because I don't really care about how many how many hours of sleep that you're getting right now. I don't really care when you're getting up. What I care about is that you start tracking something because if you track something, it will naturally improve. If your goal is to get up earlier and you start tracking when you get up, you will naturally get you will naturally get up earlier. It just will naturally happen just by the act of tracking. You're not you haven't even negotiated with yourself. Hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. This is what I want. You haven't even done the exercises of figuring out your, your targets and your missions, your three missions of what you want to do. But you're, you will naturally improve just by tracking. And then, you know, the negotiating with yourself is that's thinking time. 
Like you've got to do that. You've got to sit with yourself. You've got to, you've got to select avatars and send them all out in the world. And you've got to, and then in your mind, you've got to kill them off and be like, okay, this one, yes, this one, no. And then you go, like, all right. And then once you figure that out, you have to then negotiate with yourself. Am I willing to pay the price? Then you figure out what the price is and you say yes or no. And if it's the, if the answer is no, then you keep, you keep thinking because the thinking time, the thinking time, the negotiating with yourself, the creating of the avatars that you send off into the future and kill them off and decide what will work for you, what won't work for you to the best of your ability will save you years of your life decades of your life if done correctly. If you're 20 years old or you're 18 years old, right? And you start this process, you will save 25 years of your life. I'm 45 years old and landmines that I could have avoided by this, just this simple process of just the, just tracking, just tracking things and just tracking things and just thinking about things in this way in terms of is not comparing myself to other people, it just, it forces you to go into areas of your life that you want to be in. It takes you in sandboxes and universes that you want to be in. You don't compare yourself to others and try to compete in their games. And that's the biggest mistake that you can make. You've got to play your own game, man. And that's not easy to do. Because the moment that you play the, your own game, you commit to playing your own game, you basically tell everyone else, I don't care what you think. And that is almost impossible to do. We are, we are hardwired to care what other people think because socially... That's survival. When we were all cave people running around, we had to have everybody be happy with us or else we were ostracized from the group and then we would die, right? And so I'm not saying that you become a jerk about it. In fact, I'm going to say the exact opposite. Once you know what, you, what you're doing, like what your game you're playing, the missions and targets that you're trying to hit, it, you actually become better at, at dealing with other people. You actually become more polite. You actually become easier to work with because you're not confused, right? You don't get angry at people when they don't do what you want them to do because you're trying to play that. You're trying to play their game. You don't understand why they're not helping, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's a story for a different time. But I, I assure you that if you're not comparing yourself to others and you're not playing their game, you're negotiating with yourself, you're paying the price that you, 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 you're voluntarily accepting the responsibility and paying the price. That's all the meaning that you need. You don't need anyone else's validation for what you do. And that, that cost me 25 years of my life. And I don't want you to, to, to suffer that pain. And if you suffer that pain, and you're, and, but you don't know why you're suffering that pain, that's why you're suffering that pain. You're not clear on your mission. You're not clear on, on, on the sacrifices for what you want to do. And you're not voluntarily accepting responsibility. You take any man, right? And, and, and I don't know if this is a good example. Maybe I shouldn't use this example, but I'm going to, right? You take, you take a man and a woman, all right? And they're, I don't know, let's say that they're, they're younger. They're like, 22, 23, right? Just out of college, or let's say they're in college, right? And the the woman gets pregnant, right? Un- unexpectedly, and they're not married, okay? Then the man marries her and accepts responsibility for the child, but it, it doesn't, it's not, it's not voluntary because it's he's kind of forced to do it. Now he's doing the right thing. He's gonna have challenges in working through that. Like men have challenges working through that volume. And the woman will have challenges of it too, because it's it's this responsibility that was forced upon them, and then the relationship has to bear that responsibility without the solid foundation. You take the same man, the same man, same woman, right? Two years later they get married, or a year later they get married, a year after that they have a kid, right? So it's really close in time. You can even make it, you can even make it the exact same time. Like they get married you know, same time, they get married, they have the kid at the same time, but they, they, they chose to be together and they chose to have the kid. And it's the same kid. If you, in this hypothetical exercise, because they voluntarily chose that situation, they don't have to work through all of the negative, the, the, the negative, it's negativity is the wrong word because it's a beautiful thing, but they ha- don't have to work through the challenges of the involuntary assumption of that responsibility. 
And that is the, the best analogy that I can think of because I'm a guy and, and that's a guy issue. I've seen it play out. Obviously, I haven't seen the hypothetical apples to apples, but I know that to be true. And, and anyone who tells you that that's not true or that's like bad or something like that has no understanding of men. And, and the thing is, is that so if you can get a man to voluntarily accept the responsibility of marriage and you can get a man to voluntarily accept the responsibility of a child, that's what you want to do because both will be successful there. But if a man is forced to get married, if he feels forced to get married, or if he feels forced to accept the responsibility of a child, he has a lot of work to do. And he, in, in that concept, I think, translates out to other things in life. It just does, right? I mean, and that's the whole point. Like, if you voluntarily accept responsibility and you shoulder your burden voluntarily, it gives you meaning in life. And that's what I want you to do. I, and, I, and you can't do that playing someone else's game. You can't accept the responsibility for someone else's, someone else's game. Because if you do that, right, then you've got a problem. And that's the other thing too, is that if you, if you attach a lot of what you think to a lot of how you feel to what other people think of you, then those people are in your kitchen. And I thought about this too. Like I had a business venture go kind of wrong, uh, uh, go wrong with someone, a couple different business things go wrong with two different people in two different business, business arenas. Right. And I was really upset about it. And I was really concerned about what that person thought of me. And then what I realized was, is that those two, and they were both men, just coincidentally, it could be women. It doesn't really matter. But those two men were in my kitchen, in, in my house. Like I was thinking about it. I'm raising my family. I'm fighting the, fighting the fight to keep the wolf away from the door of one of my businesses. And those two men are in my house and influencing, in my kitchen, influencing how I run my game. And once I realized that, I was like, oh, hell no. It's like, I'm not going to be like a jerk to them, but I, I'm not, I can't have them in my kitchen because I'm, I'm, I'm allowing how they are feeling to impact how I am feeling like in the, in the circle of influence in my house. Now I can have that influence me outside my house and my business dealings, but they, they were in my kitchen. I was like, no, 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 I gotta get them out of my kitchen. And, and comparison will cause that. Like, and they'll, they can live there free forever. Like they, they don't get tired. Like, like other people's avatars in your head and in your kitchen never get tired. They're always there. And so if you let them stay there, they will stay there and they will take up residence and they will influence you and they will, they will not let you play your game. And you have to play your game. So the reframe on this is that, you know, well, how do you play your game? How do you, how do you not compare yourself to the past, the present, and the future? And that's exactly what I said is you've got to sit down and negotiate with yourself and, and then voluntarily pay, the, voluntarily pay the price and assume responsibility. And if you do that, you'll start to get more meaning in your life. You may already have tons of meaning in your life, but if you've never done that with yourself, you'll get more meaning in your life. Guaranteed, 100%. So that is the reframe for comparison causes confusion for process 11B. And remember, there is no end if you stay on the path.